0: Joe Paggs show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Paggs. Yes, indeed. Glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to get to. We've got uh, bottom of the hour, Steve King, former U.S. representative, great state of Iowa, one of the um, upstanding members of the House of Representatives. He was in there 24 years, I believe. Always in leadership, always doing a great job, very conservative, very America first. All of a sudden, he's a racist, and he's gone. And I'm going, what do you you mean? What, What are you talking about? And it turns out it's almost as if they were keeping ammunition from 2016 until 2018 to try to get him out of leadership because he was a Trump guy. And it's not dissimilar to what we just saw in this midterm where the establishment Republicans spent millions of dollars, some of it possibly from this FTX idiot, just to try to make sure that establishment Republicans or rhinos were winning elections, and that you didn't have America First sort of MAGA Trump people winning. So ridiculous that the party is fighting against itself this way. But his story is a harrowing tale. Can they get rid of anybody through claims of racism, even if there, there's no racism there? We've got him for you at the bottom of the hour. Also, what's the latest out of Arizona? We ju- we did just confirm that we'll have Carrie Lake on tomorrow, so we'll find out what she's what she's thinking tomorrow. And uh, we've got a couple of other great interviews tomorrow as well, so make sure you stick around for that. Um, but we'll get the latest out of, out of Arizona, wherever we can find. But also China. Is this another one of those cyclical times where the people of China are standing up saying, we want freedom, we want liberty, we want, we want to be able to speak our minds? And the last time it happened, Tiananmen Square, it was in 1987, something like that. Uh, they just killed a bunch of people. Thousands of people died. Tiananmen Square. What's going to happen there now? We'll have that for you as well on a Monday. Motown Monday. Chocolate Boys in the house. How are you doing, Carrie?
1: I'm doing all right. How are you?
0: You sound great. Don't know what you're wearing today. We can't say... Aww. Do we just not have internet in the building? Is that what happened?
1: I don't know. In this on this side, I guess. Yeah. There's nothing.
0: Yeah. Why would we have internet in
1: 2022? <laughs> Isn't
0: that crazy? I'll get you a 1,200-baud modem. I mean, something's got to be able to work in there. That is Polo. Getting it done? Samantha in a house. Oh, we didn't get it. So yeah. have I think I cut it off. Wait a second. There you go. Got it. Okay, good. Carrie, are you finding anything out of Arizona? Because I thought I was hearing that they were certifying this thing today or something, which would be very odd because there's a bunch of legal challenges going on.
1: Yeah, right. I have ABC 15. There's no story, but, you know, it says election results, and it was updated as of 6.08 p.m., Okay. Um and you've got with 99% reporting Katie Hobbs uh winning with 1,287,000 against Kerry Lake 1,270,000 um and Mark Kelly winning with 51% of the vote against Blake Masters at 47%
0: yeah, I mean, the Kelly Masters thing is pretty much done because there was a libertarian yeah. there, but the Kelly, La- the Kerry Lake and the Katie Hobbs mm-hmm. race is still one that Kerry Lake says they're going to challenge and they're going to win because all the hijinks that were going on. Over the week when I was in bed, um, you know, I heard a little bit here and there about there are legal challenges to how badly run the Maricopa County election system was. There are challenges to why 20% of the tabulators just wouldn't work on that day. It doesn't make any sense. And again, what we know historically, and it's proven out, it's borne out in this election as well, that those who are Republicans generally vote on Election Day. Those who are doing early voting or mail-in voting, mail-in balloting, generally speaking, are Democrats. So this isn't over yet. Um, I'm not sure how it's going to end up. It doesn't look good, I'll say that. But Carrie Lake's got way more information than I do on this. We'll make sure we bring her on tomorrow. We'll get the very latest from her on that. Now, what is happening in China? Because I know that China is basically seeing another wave of people saying we want free speech. And later, when I talk to Kay Smythe, there's some story about a BBC reporter that was taken away by the CCP because he was asking questions or something. What do you have on China?
1: From the blaze protest against communist Chinese dictator and his regime's draconian COVID-19 protocols erupted across China over the weekend in what's being called the white paper revolution. This uprising is reportedly the biggest since 1989 when the communist regime killed thousands of Chinese in a Tiananmen Square protest. Mass protests erupted in Shanghai, Beijing and several other cities across China, condemning the communist regime's so-called zero-COVID policies. Chinese police have reportedly rounded up some protesters, pepper sprayed thousands and have altogether attempted to clamp down on the demonstrations in the authoritarian surveillance state. Some protesters call for the Chinese dictator who extended his rule last month to step down as well as for the CCP to relinquish power.
0: I mean, that's not going to happen. They're not going to relinquish power. I said 87 earlier, it's 89. Correct. I'm glad that uh, that's the right date. I'm not glad that it happened because the official Chinese report is that one guy died from a ricocheted bullet off the ground accidentally when we know that about 7,000 people were killed in Tiananmen Square, just run over by tanks. So this is what China does. And if you historically go through the Chinese history, when an authoritarian takes over like this, he kills tens of millions of people. They wouldn't have any problem out of 1.6, 1.7 billion, just killing a few hundred million. They just don't care. Um, and, and I mean that, and I don't mean that individually, because individual Chinese people can be great. I've got a Chinese daughter. But the Chinese government is such that it's our way or you die. It's our way or we harvest your, your organs. It's our way or we put our, we put you in work camps. And that's it. So whatever this uprising is, isn't going to do anything unless the people have support from the military as well. Like the military would have to completely fracture itself from the government and say, no, you're not going to be able to do this. And we have control of the power because we have the military. But I don't see China becoming free anytime soon. But I get where they're coming from. I wonder if people understand that. You know, we talk about exceptionalism a lot. Every country, especially now, you can see it. Because of the World Cup that's going on. I'm not watching any of it. I don't know who's in the rounds. I don't know who's doing what. Um, I haven't watched the World Cup probably since 1984. It's just not, to me, and God bless you if you like soccer, it's not interesting to me. But people are very, very enthused for for their home country, their ancestral country, their nationalistic country, whatever it is. They're all very enthused. They're waving flags and we're the best and Iran's going to be Paraguay and, and uh, USA is going to be England and whatever. Uh, and we're, we're all going to fly our flag and we're all going to be going to be the best little fans we can be because we're exceptional. We're the best and if my team wins and my blood runs uh, ethnically the same way their blood runs then I'm somehow part of it and boom, we're all part of that. We all feel that way. But the reality is, is quite different. The reality is we are still, even though it's more authoritarian now than it ever has been. We're still the freest country on the planet. We still are the country where 5 million people have broken through the border in the past two years because we're that much better than where they're coming from. We are that much better. We are head and shoulders better than Mexico, the Northern Triangle, um, Canada, we're, we're head and shoulders better than Italy, where my ancestors are from, head and shoulders better than Germany and England and Sweden and Australia and Iran and and uh, Pakistan and fill in the blank. We're head, We're better than all of them, period. Now, that makes you mad tough <laughs> because you're hearing me as you're in this, this great land. And we're better because I'm allowed to say that. I'm also allowed to say the country sucks if I wanted to. I don't think that, but I could. That's what makes us better. We're better because we have a level of freedom, although we're not anywhere near as free as we should be, that other countries just don't allow. I mean, look at the idiot Trudeau in Canada, who literally said out loud that he wishes he could be a Chinese dictator because he could fix the economy through force. And then he said, oh, by the way, you can't buy, sell, trade, or even look at a handgun. He thinks he's got freedom there. Talk to Putin. He thinks there's a level of democracy in Russia that we just don't understand. Really? Well, How does that work? That you're the, the, the president for life? How's that democracy? I'm not, I'm not following. Look at Venezuela. Chavez and now Maduro told people, we'll do it for you. We'll do it for the people of freedom and liberty. And we're going to stop those oligarchs and those bad guys. And they all became the oligarchs and the bad guys. Ask somebody from Cuba. So this, we are head and shoulders the best country on the planet. So we have a hard time understanding when we see the struggle in Hong Kong that was happening a couple of years ago, or we see the struggle in in Beijing now, where they're just dragging people away or locking them up in Disneyland, you know, China. And we wonder if we can ever do anything, affect any change whatsoever in a totalitarian country like that, or like Venezuela, or like North Korea, or like... Cuba, or like fill in the blank? And the answer is we can if we stop dealing with them. The problem is the Chinese aren't stupid. Those who are running the joint are horrible people, but they're not stupid. They're smart. So how do you, how do you make sure that America can't stop dealing with you? You throw, throw a couple of billion dollars at the NBA. Suddenly, they're playing NBA games in Beijing. Now you throw a couple of billion dollars at Hollywood, suddenly they're making movies that only China would agree to. Now you throw a few billion dollars into education, suddenly academia is raising people to believe that China is great and socialism is wonderful and totalitarianism isn't so bad. then you throw a few billion dollars into social media and then you grab a few billion people to go follow you on tiktok something that you have all control of get all the data from you you actually as the ccp control the company ByteDance that owns tiktok now you have access to everybody around the globe who just loves tiktok that's how you do it and now they're so ingrained in our everyday that how do you make them stop treating their people like crap Well, you have to have the wherewithal to say, we're not going to play any more games in China, here's your billions of dollars back. We're not going to do any more Confucius Institutes, and they are being pushed out, in academia. We're not going to allow you to buy hundreds of uh, thousands of acres of land in America as somebody who's a Chinese front. We're not going to allow you to buy a Hollywood studio. We're not going to allow you to have your app on phones in America. We have to hurt them to make them stop disallowing any freedom, any voice, any vocalization of what people want and need, because I'm not one who walks around like some of you. Some of you might do this. I don't do this. I don't walk around and say, I should be free, but screw the Chinese. I should be free, but screw the Venezuelans. I should be free, but screw the Iranians. I'm not that guy. I'm the guy who says, I think we should all be free. Now, how do we make that happen? How did we make it happen here? Why did it happen here? Why is it stuck for over 200 years? And believe me, it's shaky. There are people going after freedom's liberties every day. You can't say monkeypox. Elon Musk can't buy Twitter and make it a fair free forum, really? They're freaking out over this stuff. But I'm somebody who believes that everybody deserves freedom. And if I believe that, I'm not going to let China give me $50 million to go be their mouthpiece. I'm not going to let them give me a billion dollars if I'm the NBA or the NFL or the fill-in-the-blank. I'm not going to let them you know, give me cheap labor, you know, make 12-year-olds work 24-7 to make my products there if I'm Apple. No, make the products over here in America. Make them a little more expensive if you have to. Hire American people, more American flow into the economy, and then we actually support freedom and liberty. We are trying to support freedom and liberty from afar by knowing and pretending we don't know that people aren't free there. So what's happening in China right now is they're not even saying give me freedom, give me First Amendment rights, give me Second Amendment rights. They're just simply saying, leave me alone, man. Leave me. Stop locking me down. Stop telling me zero COVID. Stop disappearing my, my relatives and my friends. Stop locking us into the nearest theme park. They're not asking for much. And yet we pretend like, eh, who are we? Who are we to say anything? And then LeBron James will be over there in some freaking tour, you know, dunking basketballs in Beijing, in Shanghai. Come on. Your thoughts. Can we affect change? I mean, I think that it's simple. Uh, very, very simplistically, you stop buying Chinese stuff. You stop using Chinese apps. You stop using, you stop benefiting China somehow by letting them in. You start cutting off the ties. You start letting them know this is going to, if you don't treat people better who are Uyghur Muslims, we're not going to do business with you. Trump was willing to do that. People freaked out over here. Taxes and tariffs were going to make it even. And guess what? He won. He was winning. He was beating China. And then good old Joe gets in there, who's owned by China. He'll do anything that she wants, anything. What would you do if you had the button? What should we do as we watch people struggle around the world? I don't want to go be the police of people around the world, but I certainly will be a voice who's going to say, I, I want Chinese people to be free. I do. I'm not going to say, I don't care. They're far away. Who cares? I care. I want them to be free. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay here. song great singer stevie wonder motown monday good to have you here thank you on the joe pag show lots going on what do you do about china are you of the same mindset as i am that i want chinese people to be free i think a lot of people say yeah hey, we have what we have here why would we meddle in their and their business because people aren't free they just, I mean, they're having organs harvested. If they're if they're religious, they're they're cast out. If they're put in work programs, if they might have COVID or were anywhere near somebody with COVID, they're locked into into stores or or theme parks. They can't speak out against government. What's they can't say, man. Government really sucks. That's it. You're done. There is no freedom. There's no liberty there. And now we're seeing this is the at least the second time in my lifetime. Carrie, can you remember a time before in our lifetimes? where people in China were standing up. This is the third time, I guess, because we had Tiananmen Square in 89, Mm -hmm. then a couple of years ago we had Hong Kong, and now we've got this. Right. But I mean, even before we were born, there was this massive fight. Um, And and for some reason, at the end of it, it doesn't end up like we ended up with freedom and liberty. It ends up with the Chinese people being even more controlled than they were before. And then when you get into the, the North Korea situation, that person was put in place by Russia, In, in the, the, the Kim family was put in place by Russia with a wink and a nod from China. And then, of course, China was invaded by Japan that killed a bunch of Chinese, and then China killed a bunch of their own people. So I'm not, really, I'm not really sure what the hell we're doing here, but I don't want to stand on the sideline and not say anything. At some point, somebody's got to do something about China, and people need to have freedom and liberty. We have to act like these are human beings like we are. We act like they're different entities. They're not. And again, I don't want us to go take some massive, you know, action militarily. That'd be horrible. I want World War Three. But what I do know is that they can't survive without us economically. China is reliant on us, and they've made us reliant on them. And we never should have. Offshoring manufacturing is one of the dumbest things Americans ever did. We should have kept on manufacturing here. Even as they undercut the manufacturing because the labor price was nothing, and they were treating people like garbage, No, we're going to make it here. We'll pay a couple of more bucks. It's okay. To save a few dollars on a pair of pants wasn't enough to say freedom and liberty doesn't matter. But what do I know? 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Let me tell you about tart cherry gummies from the makers of Super Beats Heart Shoes. These are great. It's a great way to help you reduce inflammation from exercise and support your metabolic health. These gummies are made with a clinically studied tart cherry extract that's up to 40 times more concentrated than many other tar cherry extracts just two of these tar cherry gummies are the antioxidant equivalent of 16 ounces of tar cherry juice or 100 cherries and they're vegan non-gmo zero sugar and they are delicious formulated by a team of scientists led by a nobel prize winning doctor tar cherry has been clinically studied to support metabolic health so try these out right now 100 percent guarantee you're going to be satisfied try them risk-free for 90 days and see how you feel if you don't love them send them back no questions asked you're going to love them I don't know anybody who sent them back, be honest with you. Up to 35% off right now when you jump on this deal on tart cherry gummies plus free shipping at mytartcherry.com slash PAGS. Best offer available anywhere, mytartcherry.com slash PAGS. Up to 35% off tart cherry gummies, mytartcherry.com slash PAGS. Make that happen, and make it happen right now. All right, I've got maybe a minute for you. Uh, Dr. Mark, make it fast. Come on.
1: I'll make it real fast, Joe. Uh, I think one of the first things we can do in Steps to Hurt China is to support American manufacturing, and I just wish it was not so difficult to find country of origin on these big sites like Amazon and, and Walmart. Let's put a little flag by the, by the product name. I want to buy some Christmas lights that were made in America, yes. but I can't find them.
0: I couldn't agree more. I think that they should be uh, completely unobscured. We should see it right there in front, made in the USA, made in China, made in fill-in-the-blank, and then we can make a decision. And they, you know why they do that, doctor, because they don't want us to know where it was made. It might stop us from buying. Doctor, call in again. We love when Dr. Mark calls in. He's always got good information for us, and he's always got a good insight as well. Um, he's absolutely right. It's only fair that the the consumer knows exactly where he or she is buying an item from. 8-8-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We come back. Former Representative Steve King, why he was basically ousted by his own party, and more. Keep it here. Joe Pags.